Welcome to another episode of Amplify, a podcast for creative and courageous entrepreneurs. As always, I'm your host, Kate K. McCarthy. And y'all, I'm here solo today because I have decided that particularly here in this new year that the first Tuesday of every month, it's just going to be you and me, maybe a cup of coffee, I don't know. Um, But pull up a chair, it's just us today. But before I get to what I wanted to talk about today, which is super relevant based on so many of the conversations that I've been having. Um, I wanted to remind you that today is February 6th, if you are listening to this live, um, which means that it is the very last day to apply for the Cultivate Joy Retreat this April, just north of San Francisco. It's tucked in the Redwoods. Um, and my dear friend, Anna Franzen, who is a phenomenal business coach, y'all. Like, I've hired her because she's so good. Um, she and I are joining together to gather um, a group of wholehearted creative entrepreneurs just like you to upgrade um, our businesses, to reimagine what is possible, to really clue in on what the next steps are are for our success, both in business and in life, and to renew our souls, y'all. Like, that is the most important thing. Um, Plus, in the space of community, it is just so magical. Um, So today is the very last day to apply. It is also the last day to get your hands on a payment plan. So make sure you do that. Don't catch a case of FOMO. Um, I have linked everything in the show notes, but if you want to go there right now, Right now, while you're listening to this podcast, it's katekmccarthy.com slash cultivate joy retreat. All one word, cultivate joy retreat. Super fast like that. Make sure that you apply because I want to see you there. Because if you've been listening for a while, I know that this retreat will serve you in your season of business. Um, and y'all, it is one of the things that I'm most excited about for this year. So Make sure you're there. I would love to hug you in person to talk about all the things and um, more. So with that being said, I wanted to talk today about business evolution. Now, you've heard me talk about it before um, with several of my guests about like what it looked like for them to move from, say, accounting to health coaching, like my friend Brianna. Um, for myself, you've heard me talk about either here in the podcast or if you've read my uh, ebook, Hello Love, about the switch that I made between health coaching and what I'm doing now, which is, I mean, not even what I'm doing now, what I did next, um, which was a mix of content editing and what I called copy polishing and some copywriting. Um, You've heard me talk about what it was like for me to close the doors on my first business, to pause for a beat, and to almost accidentally open the doors to this next business, um, which, like I said, was a mixture of content editing and what I called copy polishing and copywriting. Um, but what I haven't talked very much about is how I went from there over two years ago to deciding to completely cut off the wing, uh, the copywriting wing of my business and move full-time into brand voice mentorships, into retreats, into writing, um, to go full force, um, full steam ahead in a different direction. Um, and I think that it's really interesting because 
a lot of times as we're growing our businesses, when we're kind of in like the infancy stage of our business, we think that we are growing this one business and that it will always be the same. But if you're anything like me, growth and change and shifting um, is always going to be a part of the game. And so we have to kind of be open to this idea of a business evolution. And so that's what I consider um, my path. And I know that even where I am right now, Things are going to evolve and change and shift. I'm going to offer new things. I'm going to maybe target even deeper down into my niche. I'm going to step away from certain projects, lean into other ones. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about what my process was, and maybe it'll shine a little bit of light, hope, and excitement for wherever you're going next in your business. So I started back in December ooh, of 2015 maybe October 2015, I have totally lost track of time, um, doing cop- content editing. And y'all, the decision to do that kind of went like this. I was talking to a dear friend on Skype, um, trying to figure out what to do next after I'd closed my health coaching business. And she was like, Katie, you are a writer. You have always been a writer. Like, If you do not do something in writing, like, I'm going to be so upset because it will be a gift wasted. Um, And so she said, you know, I just encourage you, like put an offer out there, see what happens. So I put an offer out there for content editing. And within the first two weeks, I had made more doing that than I had in the last six months of my health coaching business, which was huge because it made it real for me that I could be doing something that I really was good at, that I I liked a lot, um, and that uh, felt easy not effortless, but easy. Um, and I loved doing the content editing and the copywriting. Um, but what I didn't know when I was going into that is exactly what kind of content editing, copywriting, et cetera, I was going to love, right? So like the world is huge. If you were a coach, you could coach anybody. If you are a mentor, you could mentor anybody. If you're a designer, you could design anything. And so the first part in my business evolution was really narrowing down what it is that I liked to work on. So for example, I've been talking to a lot of graphic designers and web designers lately about how they decided that this was the thing they were going to do, how they decided that Squarespace was going to be the platform that they worked on or that they um, only worked on branding and graphics together rather than um, social media management or something like that. So um, for yourself, if you're kind of in this place where you're like, I could do a lot of things, but I don't exactly know what the one thing is, that was the first step for, for me. Um, and I decided, you know, I have this real sweet spot in being able to, um, what I call, hear someone's heart and help them hear it better too, um, where I really wanted to like lean into this natural gift that I had to be able to like know somebody's voice just in the midst of a conversation and be able to infuse a piece of writing with that. And that's what I help people do now, right? Like I don't do the writing anymore, but I still help people do that. That natural gift has carried over into everything else that I've done. Um, And so that was the first step, right, in my business evolution was like, what is it that I really want to offer? What is it that really lights me up? Now that has changed. At some point, I hit a plateau. Um, And I don't exactly know what led me there. And I don't know that that's necessarily important. But I remember this feeling of, okay, if I was to do this, 
however many hours a week for however long, like I would be fine, but not lit up. And y'all, I think that if you are a creative entrepreneur and you are doing the work of being an online small business owner, putting yourself out there every single day, doing the work, like you should be excited, enthusiastic, like totally lit up about the things that you are offering out into the world. Because one, that enthusiasm is magnetic. And two, if you're doing all that work, like you need to be doing something that really excites you. So um, I've been helping a few clients recently figure out like, what is it that they, it's so funny, right? Like I, I can, I'm a brand voice mentor, right? And so a huge part of that is voice. But a lot of that is giving voice to the parts of yourself that you haven't necessarily let speak. And some of those pieces of yourself are the things that are speaking and saying like, I don't want to offer this thing. So for example, I was just working with this beautiful human being who was offering long-term coaching packages and she realized that she really loved action-oriented strategy sessions. So we reframed that long-term six-month package into shorter sprints. So like I said, my first step was figuring out like in that plateau, like that I wasn't exactly like totally lit up by everything that I was doing. Like it was great. It was fine. It was fun. But honestly, what I was finding is that I was doing this work that was on a deeper level with my clients, my dreamiest clients, like the ones that make every call and email and interaction, like just feel like I'm flowing, you know, Um When I was working with them, we might have been working on a piece of content or some copy, but really what we were doing was digging deep into their own brand voice. What we were really doing was figuring out who they were, what they were about, who it is that they were talking to, what it is that they were offering, how it is that people could hire them, and then creating messaging around that. Now that is what I love. That's what really lights me up, right? And that is what I started to do almost unintentionally with my copy polishing clients is I started to do the work of a mentor. And then I realized that that was the stuff that really was exciting to me. And so I started to honor that piece of me that was saying, this is it. Like, this is the thing that lights you up right now. You need to be moving in this direction, which meant that slowly but surely, I had to be honest with myself and do the scary thing and start to say no to copy polishing clients. And yes, to putting myself out there as a mentor. Now it's hard, right? Like we feel because we are out there doing the work um, every day, maybe you're not out there as much as you wanna be. Maybe you're not showing up in the way that you wanna be. But like when you're doing the work, it can feel a little bit uh, chaotic. Like people might question who you are. People might question what you do. And it is really important to be clear about that. I'm not saying anything about that. But um, it can feel like we're going to be judged, like there's shame around evolution. And in fact, that evolution is how you know whether or not the stuff that you're offering right now is truly in line with your gifts, with your passion, with the thing that excites you, and with the thing that is going to make the biggest difference for the dream clients that you have. So I started doing the work of mentorship and I'm still holding on to the copywriting, copy polishing side of my business. Honestly, because I was afraid, because it was an easy way for me to make an income, um, because saying no to that meant taking the brave, risky step to step forward and own my gifts and my strengths. Um, 
and really be able to move forward in that new direction. Like, honestly, I was so afraid of making the leap. I had my feet in two different camps and y'all, I felt, I felt that pull, right? Between like trying to build some copy polishing clients, trying to build some mentorship clients. And I'm not saying that you can't do both, but I knew that I wasn't supposed to. And so the, uh, the biggest, scariest step for me was like honoring that voice. And I talked to my coaches about this. I talked to my beautiful soul sisters about this. Um, and they were all in agreement that I needed to be listening to that voice inside, which you could call intuition, you could call spirit, you could call God, whatever it is. For me, that intuition was saying, no more copywriting. It was so scary, y'all. And so midway through last year, I had my last copywriting client, um, <clears throat> and it was a little scary, but mostly like, okay, like taking the leap, investing in myself, and knowing that this was what was going to be true. And I will be totally honest that there were a couple of months in there that I was like, oh, did I make the right decision? Should I go back to copywriting? I think that we do that, right? Like whether you've left co- uh, corporate and you're full-time in your business and then you're like, oh my gosh, maybe I should go and get that job because that job meant I didn't have to feel this uncertainty and discomfort. Um, but y'all, it has clicked by making sure that I was speaking to the right people, that I was doing the right thing. It clicks. The the net came out um, and caught me. And y'all, sometimes, honestly – I'll be totally transparent. Sometimes for old copywriting clients, I'll still do a piece of work or two because I love it, because I loved working with them and because it's easy. But I'm in control now, not my fear. Does that make sense? I'm in control now, not my fear. So I wanted to give you a few steps kind of as we wrap up here to know whether or not something needs to shift in your uh, business. A few questions just to ask yourself um, as you go through this journey. For me, the business evolution to this point, to being a full-time brand voice mentor, to um, now moving into retreats um, and really focusing on my one-on-one services, like that has been such a huge evolution for me and has felt like it has happened like in record time. Like two years just flew by so fast. Um, when I was in the middle of it though, it felt slow. Like I just wanted to be at that end point. And so I want to reaffirm that if you are feeling like things need to shift and change, go slow, be intentional and know that like, if you are continually listening um, to your gut, your intuition, to what is really lighting you up and also like maybe what's weighing you down so that you know that that's not the direction, um, you will continue to move forward in a really aligned way and like in a way that is exciting to you. Also, before I get to the questions, I also wanted to say this. It's really fucking scary. Like I 100% get that. It is um, scary to put yourself out there. It is scary to make a change no matter what that change is, whether it's a change in your routine, a change in your target market, a change in your core offering, a change on your website. Change is scary for all of us. And I just want to reaffirm that like while we are going for ease, it will always – take effort. Does that make sense? Like that it will always, like if you are doing brave, courageous things and walking in the direction of 
um, your intuition, like it will, there will always be bits and pieces that feel a little uncomfortable because you're doing something new. Um, and that's a sign that it's really great. That nervous, excited, scared, totally, uh, like, ah, buzzing feeling. Like that's a sign that you're moving in the right direction. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox and ask you these questions. How about that? Um, so one of the things that I like to to look at when I look at my business and when I look at the businesses of the clients that I work with, who are phenomenal human beings, by the way, um, is whether or not you've reached a plateau. For all of us, like sometimes the thing that we've done, whether it's building out a one-on-one service or a course or a separate um, service-based op- offering or whatever, we have reached a plateau. We've done everything that we can do in that space and maybe it means that we keep that going, right, on the side, but like we can also move into a direction that's really going to excite us um, and bring some new energy into our business. So have you reached a plateau in your business? And what does that feel like, that plateau? Um, two, are you noticing that you're maybe lit up in one place in your business, just like I was lit up in the in the mentorship places, or weighted down in another Like maybe you get really excited about working one-on-one with clients, but this course that you've been trying to do is not exciting to you. Maybe you are a designer that has been working on websites for just anybody, and you found that those people who are like this perfect mix of like spirituality and groundedness and professionalism, like that's the direction you want to go in, um, honor that voice. Like what is lighting you up? What is weighing you down? It doesn't mean you have to change anything today, but just take note, observe. The third question that I had was, is there something in your business or in life balance, like that space in between that needs to change? So for a lot of us, our business evolution comes when there is a little crisis, right? Like it doesn't have to be huge, but maybe you're realizing that you're not spending enough time with your kids or you're realizing that like, you actually want to spend more time in your business um, because your kids have left the house or um, you are feeling like you really need to plan in more vacations or some time to rest or you need to let your kids stay at home while you go on retreat. Um, is there something in your business and life balance that needs to change? And like what what whispers are hidden there? Um, and then like, who can you, this is my last question, who can you bring in to kind of bat things around with? People who are deeply trusted, who know your heart, who know your passion, who know your why um, and your purpose in all of this, those are the people that you want to go to for advice, feedback, support. Maybe you need to hire a mentor or coach. Maybe um, – You need to not hire a business mentor or coach in this season. Um, But figuring out who you need to surround yourself with who are going to help you and support you in this business evolution. My solo episodes are never this long. Um, Thank you so much for being here with me. Anyways, um, I just wanted to kind of spend the day talking about business evolution and where it is that you feel like you need to go next. I was having coffee with a friend of mine the other day and um, just realized that uh, self-growth, self-awareness, 
change, like those are really core values of mine. Um, and I love being able to know myself on a deeper level. And if that is one of your core values as well, maybe you feel the same way that like evolution is going to be inevitable in your business and having the right crew, the right framework to be able to take and make that those bits of evolution in your business and in your life um, that it's necessary. For myself, I know that there will always be ways that I'm changing because I love to have new energy and also because like I don't like being stagnant. Um, there are some things that are tried and true. Like I know that I will at least for the time being, want to be offering my one-on-one services because I love them. I love being able to help people give voice to what they do in the world and give voice to those little um, little bits of wisdom within themselves that they've like let hide or kept hidden um, or have stopped from coming out there. Um, I love helping people be brave in their brands and businesses. And so that one-on-one work, it really continues to fuel me. Whereas there will be other things like whether or not I continue to offer certain courses or whether or not I work full-time that may shift and change. Um, and that is okay. Like I'm giving myself permission to evolve as a human and to evolve as a business owner. And I want to give your give you the permission as well. Like if you are feeling the desire to like shake things up, do that. It is okay to shake things up. Um, and if you need a little support, you know who to call. All right. With that being said, I'm going to head off and get my second cup of coffee for the day. Um, but I'm here. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening to Amplify, a podcast for creative and courageous entrepreneurs. If you love this episode, subscribe to make sure you never miss an Amplified Beat. You can find resources, show notes, and downloads, plus my exclusive resource library at katekmccarthy.com. I am all about connection, and this internet thing makes it so easy. Come find me over on Instagram at katekmccarthy. Then reach out and say hi. I adore you already. Thank you so much to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Amplify is produced by me and my slam bang behind the scenes team. Catch you next time.